Part 4. Report. Exterior Apartment. Day. It's a bright, sunny morning, and Anita exits the apartment. She's carrying a box of fun guy and talking on her cell phone. I'm so happy. You can try it for a little while. And if you like it, we'll set up a plan. Well, usually fun guy is a few dollars more, but I'll cut you a deal. I'll give it to you for the same price as fun gal. I've got it ready now. If you're at the store. I'll head right over. See you soon, Dwayne. She hangs up. She stops to admire her sports car, then puts the box in and gets in the driver's seat. She starts and revs the engine. She pulls out of the parking lot and drives down the road. She stops at a stop sign. She looks both ways, then pulls into the intersection. Out of nowhere, a car rear-ends her. The airbag opens up and hits Anita in the face. There's a commotion from passersby, and someone dials 911. Anita picks her head up and looks behind her. She sees that the car that hit her was being driven by Roselle, who stares back at her with determination. She blacks out to the sound of sirens. Interior hospital emergency room, midday. The room is simple and sterile, stocked with only the basics. Roselle sits on the hospital bed, alone. Dr. Abel enters with the tablet. Well, Roselle, I didn't expect to be seeing you as my next patient. I'm sorry, doctor. How's Anita? For HIPAA reasons, I can't give you any details. She's in room 403. You're welcome to visit her after we're done. Okay, 403. First, can you tell me how you're feeling? Okay, a little shaken. Any headaches or weakness in your limbs? No, nothing like that. Okay, we still need to check you for signs of whiplash. He shines a light in Roselle's eyes and asks her to walk and balance on one foot. So far, everything looks okay. I can order an MRI if you want to be absolutely sure. No, I don't think I need it. You're not experiencing any symptoms. You probably don't. I will recommend one thing, though. Yes? I recommend an appointment with our psychiatry team. I know you've been going through a lot and you're worried about your friends, but actions this extreme are an indication of deeper underlying problems that you need to address. Yeah, you're probably right. I sent my friend to the hospital just so somebody would examine her brain. That's messed up, right? Okay. I'm going to put in the referral. Dr. Abel? There's something you should see. Is it urgent? Yes. I think. Uh, Well, I'm not sure. I've never seen anything like this before. Roselle, if you're feeling well, you're free to go. Stop by the front desk to give your insurance information. Okay, thanks. Dr. Abel and the nurse leave the room. After a moment, Roselle also gets up and leaves. Interior hospital hallways, midday. Roselle leaves the room and looks both ways. The halls are nearly empty. She sees Dr. Abel and the nurse disappear into a side room. Roselle scans the room numbers until she sees 403. She steps toward it. Roselle? She turns and sees Dr. Abel gesturing her over from the side room. You should come see this. Interior, 
MRI viewing room. Midday. Through the window, Anita can be seen sitting upright on the MRI bed. She's smiling and completely at ease. Dr. Abel and several other doctors and nurses are standing and staring at the computer screen. Roselle goes to look. Side by side are two brain scans. A normal one and Anita's. Anita's scan shows that her brain has become almost entirely replaced with fungus. Roselle looks from the scan through the window at Anita, sitting still and smiling. Anita's eyes are completely dead. Interior clinic, day. There's a knock at the door and Roselle opens it to a well-groomed, conventionally handsome guy. George Fisher, early 30s. With a camera guy following closely behind, George smiles theatrically and sticks out his hand. Good afternoon, George Fisher with PJP News. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. And this must be the soon-to-be-famous Dr. Acevedo. They shake hands, but the doctor's mind is far away. Thanks. No, thank you. This is going to be the wildest story the station had in years. You believe us? Reporters don't believe one way or the other. They just report. Now, what do you have there? These are medical records. Examination notes and lab reports of the first cases we found. Identifying information has been redacted. Yeah, yeah, the fact checkers are going to need all that crap. I just want your voice right now. Why don't you find a room and get set up? As Dr. Abel and the camera guy go into the other room, George takes notice of Roselle, who's playing on her phone, but not really paying attention to it. Don't just sit around. You get ready, too. Huh? I'm not a doctor. I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? You're the best part of this story. He drapes his arm around her shoulder and gestures dramatically. Picture this. The lonely, brilliant, beautiful scientist that no one believed. Um... Here you were, studying fungal diseases in ants, and you were the only one who could make the connection to Fun Gal. Actually, I was studying competing ant colonies. I just happened to see a documentary on fungus. No, no, no. It it has to happen this way. It It makes for a smoother story. But that's not what happened. Dr. Abel pokes his head in. We're ready. If I don't get you on air this time, I promise next time I will. It's okay. I really don't care about- No! You're a rock star, and the world needs to know. You're watching PJP News. I'm George Fisher. Our top story, the supplement that delivers more than anyone expected. Beginning as a multi-level marketing product, Fun Gal has been finding its way into stores and in the daily routines of thousands of health-conscious Americans. What is it? It's a drink mix made of an all-natural fungus blend that promises to make the consumer happy, popular, and romantically successful. Sounds too good to be true? PJP interviewed neurologist Dr. Abel Acevedo, who recently discovered that this product not only changes your life, it changes your brain. I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it myself. Dr. Acevedo is head of neurology at Agaric Hospital and is the first one to identify the unexpected side effects of consuming Fun Gal, as well as its counterpart for men, Fun Guy. This product is made from a blend of several strains of fungi that are specifically adapted to infect humans, the brain in particular. It consumes the brain tissue and grows in a way to imitate the original neural structure. 
Are you saying that this product is a fungus that eats your brain and controls your body? That's exactly what I'm saying. How can something like this be legal? Well, according to the Center for Disease Control, it's not. After Dr. Acevedo contacted the CDC, they issued a public warning about the product and are currently working with lawmakers to get it banned. They also recommend that anyone who has taken the product be quarantined until we better understand the effects. Dr. Abel, what are your thoughts on these government initiatives? I am in complete support of anything to get this substance out of circulation. And what would be your recommendation to the public concerning this product? It's not safe. Avoid it at all cost. But if you've ever wanted a fungus to eat your brain, you wouldn't be alone. There's a growing movement that's convinced Fun Gal is actually good for you. I think of it as the next stage of human evolution. Zelda is one of the company's first customers, and probably its biggest fan. Before Fun Gal, I was stuck in a dead-end job, directionless and friendless. I wanted to be successful, popular and charismatic, but I didn't know how. So Fun Gal changed your brain to make you more likable? All I did was patch up the parts that weren't working. People take medication for depression and other disorders, and it's made their lives better. But those are medications prescribed by doctors. Modern medicine doesn't have all the answers. That's why people like me turn to alternative medicine. Have you experienced any ill effects from taking Fun Gal? None. None at all. Only improvements. Are you at all concerned that your brain is being replaced by fungus? That's a common misconception. It's not being replaced. The brain and the fungus work in harmony to regulate emotions and correct harmful thought patterns. It's healthy and natural. Well, that sounded like a sales pitch to us. So our investigative reporters did some digging as to who Zelda is. We wanted to know, could she secretly be the founder of Fun Gal? I'm not, but I wish I was. Our investigation identified her as an early adopter. But after days of thorough research, we still haven't been able to identify any founder, creator, or owner of Fun Gal. Even the manufacturer of the product packets has no answers about this product's origins. Fun Gal is all natural. Maybe it just came from nature and started this movement to improve our well-being. Zelda is not the only one who can't get enough of Fun Gal. There's a growing movement claiming that this product is the answer to autism, ADHD, other childhood behavioral challenges. We asked local mother Dorothy Wettstein for her perspective. Fun Gal has turned my little McKenzie's life around. She wouldn't do homework, she'd doodle on all her assignments and cry over nothing. Now, both her grades and behavior put her at the top of the class. Are you at all concerned that Fun Gal may be harmful, especially for children? The government keeps saying it's dangerous, but there's just no evidence. Those brain scans are all fakes. Has anyone ever actually cut someone open and looked at the brain? There is an ongoing study out of Harvard Medical School. Obviously funded by Big Pharma. They know all their pills don't work. They can try and stop me, but I'm going to keep giving fun gal to my girl until the day she leaves for college. <laughs> I just wanted my little girl to be normal. How can anyone take that away from me? In fact, there is such strong support for Fun Gal, there is a growing movement to get proponents into public office to pass laws protecting its use. Local lawmaker Morty Rafani is a Fun Gal enthusiast and is currently fighting to get its use established in schools. Fun Gal is the answer to behavioral problems, special needs, and even violence. If I had my way, I'd require its use. But for now, I'm working on protecting our families who rely on this miracle cure. Your opponents are trying to get Fun Gal banned. What is your plan to counteract these efforts? Widespread adoption. 
There's no harm in just trying Fungal, right? And overwhelmingly, those who try it find significant benefits and incorporate it in their lifestyles. Can Fungal be the answer to all your problems? Let us know what you think on social media. This has been George Fisher with PJP News. Interior apartment, evening. Roselle, sitting on the couch, puts the TV on mute and turns to Dr. Abel, standing near her. Typical. They presented the facts, but then fed the hysterical emotions of the general public. So which do you think people are going to remember? Your segment was really good. It's not enough. The media just wants attention. They want to keep people watching, and that segment is not going to change anyone's mind. George invited me to do a one-on-one interview. I'll bet he did. Maybe if I can explain some of the research that we've been doing, people will understand. Forget it. The public doesn't care about facts. They want good old George to tell them how they're supposed to feel. So he wants to interview you. So, promise me you won't fall for that empty flattery. Don't tell me you like that clown. It's just, after all this, it's nice to be believed for once. He's just stroking your ego. You think he took fun, gal? No, his eyes aren't dead. Some people just have charisma. At least before the store-bought stuff. Part of me wishes I was more like him. Forget it. You'll get more mileage out of your studies. You think I shouldn't do the interview? Do whatever you want. I've got to make some phone calls. Dr. Abel leaves. Interior news studio. The studio is bustling with people operating cameras, microphones, screens, lights, and computers. George leads Roselle past the counter where he does his news segment to a setup with couches and a coffee table that they use for the morning talk show. And then, for just a few minutes near the end, I can go over the hypotheses Dr. Abel and I came up with about where this fungus came from. But that's just a speculation, so I don't want to devote too much time to that. That is great. Absolutely brilliant. Pure genius. We just have one problem. The studio doesn't want any of that crap. Couldn't you have told me ten minutes ago? I could have, but I love listening to your voice. Look, nobody likes I told you so in their news segments. Or anywhere else. So what am I supposed to talk about? I don't have anything else prepared. The studio says they like your story, but they wanted more excitement. Or conflict. My entire relationship with Anita was a conflict. No, no, no. That's not what they meant. They wanted it juicier. He waves his hand, and Theo enters. Oh, no. Don't be scared. This is just a friendly debate. Pro-fun gal versus anti-fun gal. Piece of cake. You need to defend your thesis anyway, right? I'm not doing it. Roselle, this is your chance to say your piece. Isn't that what you wanted? Not like this, with Theo on Fungal. Fun guy. Same thing. With Theo on Fun guy, he's going to seem way more articulate than me, and I'll just look like a fool. If you leave, he's just going to monopolize this time block. Fine by me. All right, let's get moving, folks. We're doing plan C. Roselle goes to leave. George sits near Theo, and the cameras start rolling. Roselle hangs back to watch a little. She pulls out her phone to film it. Welcome to PJP's exclusive interview segment. I'm George Fisher, and today we're here with Mr. Miracle Cure himself, Theo Hazard. Great to be here, George. Theo, tell us your story. Well, I was born with cerebral palsy. It's a disability that affected all of my movements. Tell us what that was like. Well, school was difficult. 
Everybody saw my disability, so they assumed I was mentally disabled as well. I was bullied a lot. I didn't have any real friends. Even my family members. Well, they tried to be nice, but, but they never really knew me either. You had trouble making friends. Did you ever get a date? Not during high school. It wasn't until I was an adult that I finally dated someone. She was a loner, like me. But all that changed. Yep. Once I started taking fun guy, everything was fixed. I'm popular. I'm with someone new. I can even do sports now. Show us what you can do. George pulls out a football and both get up. The studio cameras watch them as George throws the ball from a distance. Theo almost catches it, but it slips from his hands. <laughs> You're imitating what you were like before, fun guy? Ah, sorry. Oh, I, I'm, I'm usually better than that. Um, it's, it's been a long day. Are you all right? Let's, let's redo that. Theo tosses the ball to George. George throws it again, this time a little longer. As Theo runs to catch it, his legs shake and he falls to the ground. Studio assistants rush to help him up. Theo, if you're not feeling well, we can stop the interview. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm cured. Theo angrily pushes everyone away. The producer steps in and stops the segment. Roselle puts away her phone and leaves. Interior, Dr. Abel's office. Day. Roselle carefully opens the door to see Dr. Abel passed out at his desk. Dr. Abel? Just a few more phone calls. You really need some sleep, doctor. Uh, but brain fungus. Uh, Can I show you something? Roselle shows him the video on her phone. <laughs> You're imitating what you were like before, fun guy. Ah, sorry. Oh, I, I'm, I'm usually better than that. It's, it's been a long day. Are you all right? Let's, let's redo that. Yo, if you're not feeling well, we can stop the interview. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm cured. <sighs> what am I looking at? Something's wrong with Theo. It's like his palsy is coming back. Was it ever really cured? Send me that video. I want to send that to the CDC. It'll be helpful evidence to prove that fun gal is dangerous. But if we're going to get it out of circulation entirely, we need to take this further. How? We need some really strong political pool to actually make anything happen. The only politician I know is Morty. He's an advocate for Fungal. But has he actually taken it? Yup. Hmm. I've got an idea. But we'll need some help. From who? Oh no. Don't tell me. Interior apartment. Evening. Roselle watches the ants in her farm. Both colonies are struggling to establish themselves. Neither seems dominant. There's a knock at the front door. Roselle opens it up and lets George in. Thanks for coming over. No, I should be thanking you. You were right, I was wrong. What do you mean? That interview? Complete disaster. I should have walked away like you did. That's what I like about you. You have conviction. I'm not buying into your flattery anymore. That's what I'm talking about. You call me out on my crap. I admire that. Does that mean you changed your mind about Fungal? As, as if I had an opinion in the first place. But what do you believe about Fungal? What, me? 
nothing. I, they give me the news, I read it. But you must lean toward one side or the other. Do you think it's beneficial or dangerous? It works for some people, doesn't it? So you're for it? I wouldn't take any. Stop being so wishy-washy. You can't play both sides forever. Tell me what you really believe. Why do you want to know? I need to know if you can help me or not. I'll take any chance to help someone like you. So tell me what you think of Fungal. Honestly, I don't think anything. I'm reading one headline one day and the complete opposite the next. I'm not smart like you. I don't know what's truth and what's someone's agenda. Hell, you could say I'm part of the problem. You need to stand for something, because trying to believe in everything means you really believe in nothing. And when it seems like everything in the world has gone crazy, sometimes the only hope for normalcy is a few people who are brave enough to stand up for the truth. Man, that's deep. If you say Fun Gal is really that bad, I'll stand with you against it. Except when I'm on the air. I still need to follow the studio's policies or I'm out of a job. Fine. Can you help me get rid of it? Then you can keep your job spreading lies. I will. If you'll go out with me. Why? I like you. You're smart. You're driven. You're going to win an award someday. You're like a cute college professor. And I'm not just saying that to flatter you. Wait a minute. You don't really care about fun, gal? You just want to go out with me? All this news stuff comes and goes. I want something real. Fine. One date. It's a deal. Okay, here's what I'll need you to do. 